for the next three weeks, you're gonna hear messages from women who are from Influence Church. They shared at our annual Awake Women's Conference, and it was powerful. This week, we're gonna hear from Bethany Taylor. Good morning. Man, honestly, I can't even tell you what a blessing it has been already to be here even just last night, and we were talking about it, and just getting to meet some of you and getting to hear some of your stories. Just amazing to be a part and to see what God is doing in and through you and your incredible leaders, Crystal and Rosie. I'm just so blessed to get to meet you and to get to know you just even a little bit. You have just challenged me and blessed me, so I honor you, and thank you so much for having me. I'm just so honored. Yeah, can we give them a hand? Really. Well, my name is Bethany Taylor. I grew up in a Christian home. I actually grew up in Japan. And I'm a missionary's daughter. I'm a pastor's daughter. And was put into ministry from a very young age. And ministry is just kind of simply, it just simply means doing things for Jesus and loving people. And we just kind of did that as a family, whether I wanted to or not. We just did it together. And it was a really amazing experience. And I got to see God do a lot of things and, and be a part of a lot of wonderful moves of God. And I think sometimes when people hear my story and when they hear about my family and background, they think, oh wow, that sounds really great. So you must not have gone through a lot of hard things or have had any battles. But sometimes I think on the outside, it can look a certain way that's not going on on the inside. You know what I mean? And we all have stories and we all have things that we walk through and we all have journeys that God is taking us on. And I just want to tell you that from a really young age, the enemy went after my heart. He went after my identity. He went after my mind and began to speak to me. I began to be very familiar with his voice from a really, really young age. And he began to tell me that I didn't fit in, that I wasn't good enough, that I won't amount to anything, uh, condemning me for my mistakes, condemning me for not being perfect. I really began to come to a place of full belief that I could not be used by God, that I wasn't good enough. And I can remember as a young adult, I was going through a really difficult season of just trying to find myself, because I'd often feel like I, I should change who I am and, and even the personality that I had and to be this and that and the other. And I can just remember being under such shame and condemnation by mistakes that I had made. And I had just got to the end. I just got so overwhelmed with feeling so lost. Have you ever been there? And I went to my room and I fell on the floor and I just wept. I began to sob and sob before the Lord. And I can remember saying to God, Lord, I know you can't use me. I had accepted that in my heart. I had accepted that I, I'm good with that. I'm good with God not using me. And I said, God, I, I know you can't use me, but can you just please forgive me? Just please forgive me of anything I've done wrong. I just need your presence. I can't live without your presence because I had tasted the presence of God. I knew that he was real. And I got to a place where I just didn't care about what I did. I just needed him. And it was one of those moments that I was literally on my floor sobbing. I couldn't even stand. I was just sobbing. And the presence of Almighty Father, the love of God, encountered me in that moment. And he spoke so clearly. And he said, Bethany, don't you know that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. I'm going to use you. This is where I want you to be. I want you to be at my feet knowing that it's not anything that you do, 
but it's because what I have done. And the moment that I began to be transformed from the inside out was the moment that I truly began to believe that God is who he says he is, and he does what he says he's going to do. Come on. Amen. And when you begin to believe that in your heart, truly believe that, you begin to read this book with a new lens. When you really believe every word and you know that this is true, it begins to transform you from the inside out. You begin to be made new, a new creation in God. You begin to know that you are on purpose and that you're not a mistake and that nothing you can do can separate you from the love and the plan that God has for your life. Come on, there's something different about saying it and believing it. When you begin to believe it, you're just transformed. And you begin to stand taller and you begin to step into who God made you to be and that personality that he gave you, the way you talk, the way you move, that is God's plan for you. That was on purpose. Come on, and the enemy would wanna come and lie to you. If I have learned anything, one of many things that I have learned is that the enemy is a professional discourager and liar, and God is a professional encourager and truth teller, and his truth sets you free, and it leads you to life and life more abundantly. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. And Psalm 139, 17 says, how precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot even be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. You know what I love about that part? It shows us that God never leaves us. That when we're sleeping, when we're not even conscious, we don't even know what's going on, we're not even doing anything for him, he stays with you. He loves you so much that he's with you always. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. It does not say, how precious are your thoughts about me, oh God, when I'm perfect. It doesn't say, when I wake up, you are still with me, when I've done every single thing you've told me to do. You see, God's love is not conditional based on the things that you have done. It's unconditional. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And when you begin to get a small taste of how much he loves you, and when you begin to understand that he made you the way you are for a reason, truly the fears of this world begin to break off of you and the lies of enemy begin to break off of you and you truly begin to step into who God made you to be and to see yourself through his eyes. Praise God, hallelujah, he's so good. Romans 2.4 says God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance. What is repentance? Ultimate surrender. His kindness leads you to a place you realize there is nothing in this world that I have done, that I have tried, no relationship, nothing that can compare to the hope and the life that I find in Jesus. Nothing even compares, and I want to ultimately surrender everything that I've done and turn from my way and walk toward Jesus and let him fill me with that life that he has for me. Come on, and he wants you to lead you to a place where you're able to strip off your old ways that have hindered you and that have bound you in places where you didn't know who you were. Let me tell you, I believe this with all of my heart. I believe that the enemy is not intimidated by a lot of things. I don't even think he cares about church. I don't even think he sometimes even cares about worship, but I really believe with all my heart that he works overtime from keeping you from knowing whose you are and who you are. Because when you begin to realize who you are, that you have all authority, that you belong to God, the creator of heaven and earth, it freaks him out. 
There is, there is, it's not a coincidence that we have all had a moment, amen? That we feel like we're a mistake, that we shouldn't be this way. He tries to keep us from knowing who we are. Come on. Come on, and some of you might feel like, but you don't understand all the things that I've done. This sounds too good to be true. There's some things that I have done I haven't told anybody because it's too bad. Well, I have good news for you today, really, really good news that the Bible says his mercies are new every single morning. That means they don't run out. That means every day he is ready to meet you, to rescue you, to restore you into all that he has for you, the perfect plan that he has for your life. Come on. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10 says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. Thank you, Jesus, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us new in Jesus Christ so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Does that get you excited? Thank you, Jesus. This means, this means no matter what you've done, if you have been perfect all of your life, if you've come from an amazing home, if you've come from a bad home, if you come from a happy home, it doesn't matter. Nothing you do can earn salvation. It is a gift from God. And I truly believe when I was preparing this, I said, God, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to tell him? Because I'm truly just a mouthpiece. And I am who I am because, let me tell you, I'm not who I am because I came from a wonderful Christian home. And it was wonderful. I'm so blessed. That is not why I believe God the way that I do. And that is not why I love God the way that I do. I am in this place and I surrender and love God with all my heart because he has changed and transformed my life. Literally, truly, from the inside out. And I believe that God wants to tell you today that you are on purpose. And God makes no mistakes. Some of you feel like you are a mistake this morning and you are absolutely not. That is a lie of the enemy. Remember, he's a discourager. And if there's any voice inside of your heart or mind talking to you, discouraging you, that is not God. You need to reject it and you need to say, you shut up in the name of Jesus, I cast you away. I was bought with a price. I was bought with the blood of Jesus Christ on that cross over 2,000 years ago and he went to set you free and to bring you into all God has called you to be. Come on. I feel like I'm just blessing myself. Woo! A couple years ago, I was going through just a challenging time. I just felt like I was in a place with my life. I thought it, had been, I thought it would be in a different place. I felt like I had been faithful. I felt like I had made good decisions, planted seeds well, watered, but it just wasn't working out. I felt like I wasn't seeing a lot of fruit, and I was feeling so discouraged. And again, I was... I was in a room with God, and I was talking to him, and I said, God, have I done something wrong? Am I deceived? Do I think, am, am I totally crazy? Please, please tell me, what do I have to do? What do I have to change? I just want to follow you. And again, I was getting in my mind, you know. And once again, faithful God, man, Jesus, the presence of God coming to affirm me. Let me tell you, there's nothing like the affirmation of Jesus that will change everything in a moment. And he came and he spoke to me and he said, Bethany, I make no mistakes. Everything I'm doing is on purpose and you are on purpose. And I pulled out my journal and I began to write and it turned into a poem. And I began to once again sob. I don't know about you, but if it has anything to do with Jesus, I'm a mess. Because it's real. I don't cry about fake stuff. I cry about real stuff. 
And I began to cry before the Lord as I wrote this, and I just felt the love of God wash over me and wash over me, and it turned into this love letter from the Lord to me. But I don't believe it's just between God and me. I believe this is for everybody. I believe this is God's heart toward every one of his children. And I brought it today, and I wanted to read it to you. It's inspired by Psalm 139. And as I read this, I want you to just set your mind and eyes on Jesus. I want you to receive this. I want you to open your heart and know that this is how he thinks about you. Let him come and talk to you. Let him come and minister to you and remind you who you are. Let me tell you, everything that I'm about to read is truth. And the truth sets us free. If you want to close your eyes, you can do that. Whatever you want. This is called, You Are On Purpose, I Make No Mistakes. You are on purpose, I make no mistakes. A masterpiece, I took my time to create. Your name I knew before time began. Everything about you, intentional and perfectly planned. I have seen you, walked with you, every step you have taken. When you thought you were alone, Greatly, you were mistaken. You are the apple of my eye, my most prized possession, my child, my daughter, my greatest obsession. You were on purpose. I make no mistakes. I'm always with you, whether asleep or awake. I formed you. I made you. In my image you stand. How precious are my thoughts for you so sweet and so, so grand. My workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You are my prize, my treasure, my absolute favorite. So wonderfully complex, yes, belief, it is true. Deliberately unique, there is no one like you. You were on purpose, I make no mistakes. You, my sweetheart, I will never forsake. I made you to laugh, to be you. Can't you see? It was all my idea. So run and be free. In the storms of your life, you have always prevailed. For I was with you. I was there. I was your anchor and sail. I heard when you called, so sad and dismayed. Don't you remember I answered? Daddy's here. Don't be afraid. You were on purpose. I make no mistakes. I will never leave you. A promise I won't break. I was not counting the times you felt in shame. Have you forgotten it was I who took your blame? I saw you being formed in your mother's womb. You were worth it all. For you, I went to that too. Isn't it obvious? Can't you see this is true, that you were on purpose, not a mistake, so beautifully you. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you haven't already, subscribe today on your mobile device to get exclusive new content from Teen Challenge of Southern California. For more information, visit us on the web at teenchallenge.org.